0: <laughs> <tapta> jivanam, kalma shāpaham, tam, the necture of the words is the, the life for those who are scarced by the world, The words which have been uttered by the worse of truth which wipe out sins, the very hearing of which is beneficial, which are beautiful, pleasing to the ears, pleasing to the hearts, (coughs) which are satisfying. Those who recount them on this earth are the givers of plenty. Om, shanti, 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 peace, 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 peace. This is our first satsang of this summer season here, in Kali Mandir. We started a series of talks based on the stories of the old monks of the Ramakrishna Order. I wrote and compiled two volumes, Prachin, Shadu, Deer, Kothar, stories of the old monks of the Ramakrishna Order. There are many things are not in the books. Swami Vivekananda had a desire to preserve Sri Ramakrishna's teachings to each disciple. But it was not done. So I collected the reminiscences and it came in several volumes. Then these two volumes are coming from my diaries, my interviews from the tapes, and some magazines and other sources. These monks are the second generation monks. Ramakrishna is our source, he is the avatar of the sage, then he trained his own disciples, sixteen, and the Jaboches, of course. So, we have not seen Ramakrishna, we have not seen the first generation monks, the disciples of Ramakrishna. But we s- met the second generation monks, those who were trained by the disciples of their disciples. You see, in a spiritual life, training is very, very important. Training. If you ask some musicians, who is your guru? First they will ask you. Oh, I, my guru is Ravi Shankar, then you must be great, you see. They always try to locate the source. Training. So we have not seen the second, first generation, but we met second generation who are the disciples of Vivekananda, Brahmananda, Sivananda, Saradananda, Holy Mother. And what they saw and what they have heard, they told us. I collected only little. If other senior monks would collect, they would get more, more, more. But I thought that you know, we, before I die, if I do not preserve these things which I have, they will be lost. Nobody will take care of it. That is the reason I sent that eight hundred twenty-five pages manuscript to udbodhan to publish it in two volumes. Second generation of monks. We are the third generation. As I, I came in contact with the Ramakrishna monks from 1950, I was 14 years old. And I learned many, many things from them. But you see, history never stops. History always moves on in a waveform. Sometimes it goes down, sometimes goes up. History. History is just like a golden boat. Too many people cannot be accommodated there. The masses, the kings, queens, the, the rich people, they will not get there. The people will be accommodated in the pages of history who have contributed to humanity, who sacrificed most. Their names we find in the pages of history. So the monks I, I try to write in their memoirs are very, very important to me because they are great monks of the Ramakrishna order. And another thing, we now we always observe worshipping the character. If you read Emerson's character, the essay, in every country, in every race, they worship character. Chori puja. Those characters manifest the their great achievements, actions, their thoughts, their contributions, character. As Swami Vivekananda said, what is character? Whatever we do, whatever we think, they leave some impressions in the mind. Those impressions form habit and the habit forms character. That is the way it works. If you think good, 80 good thoughts, 80 good actions every day, month after month, year after year, your character is bound to be good. Character. I Some years ago I read a book called Gulistan by Saadi, the famous Persian poet and philosopher. One of his friends came to see him, it was 21st April, 1258 and he was picking up some roses from Sadi's garden, Sadi asked him, what are you doing? I am picking some flowers for my home. Sadi told him, the fragrance and the beauty of that flower, those flowers will stay only a few days, then it will fade. but I shall make a flower garden and produce some flowers which will never fade. Those flowers will be immortal. From then on he started to write poems and stories of morality and ethics. Various stories about life and came in a book form called Gulistan. In Persian language, Gulistan means the rose garden. The flowers of this garden will never fade. It will always remain fresh. So they are eternal truths. Truth never make never becomes old. Truth always remains fresh. Two thousand years ago, Jesus said, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. It is the Gospel truth. That sentence will never be old. It will remain always fresh. Tradition is very, very important. It is not easy to start a tradition, but it is extremely difficult to hold the tradition. Tradition is also a proof of the truth. In Sanskrit it is called Uti Praman. The puranikas believes eight kinds of evidences. Anyhow, I shall not go there, I shall not enter there. <laughs> Some people think that what is the necessity of knowing and thinking about the past old things. Bury them. Learn something always new, go, move forward. Swamiji gave a lecture at Lahore in 1897. Name of the lecture was Common Basis of Hinduism. There he mentioned how important it is to know our past or glory To me, Sri Krishna is just like snow, clad mountain, snow. It has no motion. His disciples are the melted snow forms the river. Those we have seen, Gangotri, Jamunotri and the high Himalayas. I have seen perpetual snow range. The snow never melts. That melted snow flows, Ganges, 600 miles. If you see the Indo-Gangetic plain, the civilization developed. All great civilizations are developed on the bank of the rivers. Chinese civilization, Yan Sikyang and Ho. those are the two biggest, longest rivers in China. Egypt, the Nile. The Minor, Tigris and Euphrates. Indian civilization, Shindu, Ganga, and Brahmaputra. These three rivers. It is really amazing. Why there is water? There is human beings. There is civilization. Rivers are very, very important. Swamiji made a remark that What are the spiritual treasures I collected, I left it here, please preserve it. Fifth, sixth generations are coming. They will use these spiritual treasures and just spread. Swamiji may have forecast about it. So we are the third generation, fifth, sixth generation are coming. They will spread. So tonight I shall start with My meetings with the Muslim monks in Banaras. Kashi, Banaras. There is a saying, as long as there is Kashi, nobody can shake Hinduism. Vishwanath and Yarnapurna are the presiding deities of Banaras. And they have belief, the Hindus, that if you die in Banaras, you will get liberation. Mukti Khetru. I remember in 1970 I asked one Swami, Swayam Prabhuananda, well, Maharaj, do you believe that if a person dies in Banaras, he will get liberation? She scolded me right and left. <laughs> we old fellows, we are staying here to, with that belief and you, you are a young man, you have come to shake our faith. <laughs> we old folks are staying here to die and you have come here to shake our belief. Then I said, Mahārāj, please forgive me. I am just studying Vedānta. Vedānta says, Gyanat moksha. Liberation comes only through knowledge of Brahman. And knowledge of Brahman does not come until and unless you are completely free from desires. So, I do not know, Maharaj, what is the truth. If these human beings they have so many desires, how can they be liberated? Then he says, well, Chaitanya, you are right and I am right. I both cannot be right, Maharaj. <laughs> Then he said, you know, at the final moment, Shiva gives the liberation. You will not have to worry for us, we will be fine. <laughs> I remember before I joined in 1959, I was in Bernadette. A disciple of Holy Mother was my guide, Hori Premanundo. Tha- Maharaj used to, Holy Mother used to say, Hori is one of my daughters. <laughs> Kori and Boroda, these are the two young boys in their early teens. Their mother's disciples. So the moment I I went the monastery, the Swami asked me, "Hello, young man." And "Yes, Maharaj. Be whenever you go any place, you must first know two things. First. Where is the bathroom, and where is the drinking water? <laughs> Very practical. Very practical. Where is the bathroom and where is the drinking water? Then Swami took me to Vishwanath. As you know, Vishwanath is not an easy place to go. You just stand there. You will be pushed in, pushed out. <laughs> <laughs> and just when hurriedly touched vishwanath, put some flowers and the water, then out. Then Swami taught me. You see, whatever you saw momentarily in that place, that you will have to think. Now you sit outside the temple, there is a marble bench. Sit here. Now repeat mantra and meditate. And think whatever you have seen, Lord Vishwana. In This time last August I was in Benares. The monks took me there at 4 o'clock in the morning. I had nice darshan. And this time I touched Mother Annapurna also. Anyhow, I learned that whenever you go in the temple, even if you come to the Kali Kalimundi, no monks, no Usha, nothing of this, just sit and at least 10-15 minutes sit in front of the mother. Then you talk other business with others. Wherever you, whenever you go in the temple, that I learned from that monk. I went to see Pusha Bhutinath in Nepal with Bhutishanandaji. We are VIPs, the, the Maharajas private secretary sent car and the guide for us, Vice President of the Ramakrishna order. We had Maharaji, we did the puja. I saw Sayyidina ji sat outside on his steps, covering his chadar, repeating the mantra. Whenever you go, I asked the Jabuti, in Belurma, Dokshineshar, wherever you go. minutes, first you must be with the Lord. Then you do your business, meet others. How we learn? This is the way we learn. Then, do you know what? When you come home, you will feel that you have some deep impressions in your mind. I always love to hear something new. I am a lover of new. And I want to learn something new. I want to think about something new. Do you know what that means? Then your life will remain fresh. Tantin, Josephine MacLeod told you about about Vivekananda. Swamiji, you think Swamiji was a great teacher. But I see Swamiji was a great learner. He continuously learned. As a result, his teachings are very fresh. See, they are going all right? So, whatever I could collect, I put it, you know, I shall tell some stories. Swami Achalananda. I met, did not ma- meet him, he was a disciple of Swami age, age in 1959. So one Swami, Bhāma Devānanda, asked him that, you were close to the disciples of Sri Ramakrishna, I am writing the biographies of those Swamis, I do not have much materials about Swami Niranjanananda and Advaitananda, please supply some materials for me. And Swami sends those materials. I saw in Advaita Advoitasram archives, I copied it in my diary, I wrote it here. Mm -hmm. That if you read that God lived with them, I translated those information. That how Swami Ananda and Swami Niranjanananda, you know about their lives and their various beautiful teachings. I'm not going to translate those things, but anyhow, they are wonderful things. Then I met Shami Bhashwarananda, Buddha Maharaj. I met him first in 1961. He was a trustee of the Ramakrishna mission. His body complexion, he was so I have never seen a human being such such beautiful body complexion. Just milk and vermilion, if you mix it, red and extremely white. That kind of body collection, I mean, I no American body have uh, that kind of color, I see. And her teeth sparkle like a, like, like a sterling silver, even in old age, And so simple. So, there is a saying, suppose he was the head of the Ramakrishna Mission Hospital, suppose this monk complained against this monk to him, then Shami. Pasharanadaji will call this monk, hey, this monk told you this thing about, about you to me. So they knew that it is useless to complain against anybody to him because he will be exposed. Hey, that monk told you about this thing to you. So nobody complains to him. Anymore. <laughs> it was so funny. But well, Buddha Maharaj cannot keep anything in his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes out. <laughs> Very simple. <laughs> he was the in charge of Ramakrishna mission in, Lakhnu, in in Singapore during the Second World War. The Japanese people are trying to invade India. at that time Sh- netaji Chandra bos used to come to Ramakrishna mission for practice for meditation and he was very close to the swami and helped swami financially to build something anyhow his reminiscences i put here it is a long reminiscences that Sonane Sh- netaji netaji Chandra bos was a great great leader of the freedom movement, the was in Congress. Anyhow, so one thing he said, Netaji wanted 18 beads of rosary. So, he sent his attendant, and he went there, his attendant told me, Mission gave him 54 beads of rosary. Then Swami Netaji said, I want 108, not 54. They do not have a 108, but you can repeat twice, then it will be 108. That story is so beautiful. Another leader told, please forget religion. Now, just liberate India, freedom. That we want. Swami said, We cannot do that. But we can do, we can help you, we can serve the people. That we can do. Dam, Banaras, 3rd October 1977. I have a tape recorder, so I recorded the Swami, and when he said, You know, Sometimes Swami Brahmananda used to make fun and joke, Swami Vigyananda said, but if I try to just say something about it, or the Maharaj is making fun out of me, if I say something, he will be very grave, he will withdraw himself, he loves me so much that I cannot bear that kind of... So I, I laugh and I forbear. I know he is, he is bringing his mind from the higher plane to the lower plane, making all these jokes. You know how these disciples, they have mutual understanding and love. Shami <laughs> Ramakrishna Nanda once said that, Shami Ramakrishna Nanda and Vishuddha Nanda one side and Swami Brahmananda and his attention on another side. They are playing cards and Maharajas was winning, continuously winning. <coughs> So, Swami was telling Ramakrishna Nanda, Maharaj, we are losing all this. We, why do you not put a trump card? <laughs> then Maharaj, you money, willingly, money, intentionally they are losing to make Maharaj happy, you know. <laughs> 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 then do you know what happened? Then, when, uh, when privately, Swami Ramakrishna said to Shami Vishuddha You foolish! Don't you know who is this? He is spiritual son of Sri Ramakrishna. He's inside, outside. Only Ramakrishna is working. He is playing cards. It is just show. He's is no a brahman. He is bringing his mind down with this play of privileges, all these little little things. I know how to win, but I want him to happy, be happy so that he will win, and then he is happy. You know how this disciples they have interpersonal relationship, wonderful. Then he says Swami Bigananda another Nwara Brahman. Gupta Brahma Gani. Hijin Nwara Brahman. He used to come to Math. he was an engineer. He used to supervise the construction of Vivekananda's temple, which was dedicated in 1924. So, whenever the Ramakrishna mission could collect a little money, they used to spend it for construction anyhow. So, he used to come from Elavad to, to supervise the construction. He used to sit on a chair and see the nominations and the, all the people working. He told them, this temple belongs to Lord Shiva, be careful. Construction should be right. And, and he was a big eater. <laughs> when I gave two pieces of toast, and he was in Shami. Buddha Maharaj was his attendant. So gave him one cup of tea and two pieces of toast. So Shami Brahmananda said, That food is nothing for him. <laughs> <laughs> Go to my room. There are some fruits and some sweet, shandesh, rasagulla, all the fancy foods are there. Give to him. He loves to eat. <laughs> oh, his stories are amazing stories. B- Big Gan Maharaj. One night, they are de- taking dinner. Somebody brought 32 dalpuri, a thick inside dal, lentil, and some puri. Oh, well. Then he told the other monks there in the dining hall, you know, this you, uh, tomorrow, this will be not today, uh, but I shall eat today. Because you know I'm an old man, I don't know whether I shall live. <laughs> 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 Who knows, perhaps I may die tonight. So my portion I shall eat. For you, it will be for tomorrow, you know. This, uh, <laughs> so he had, I think, 10 or 12 or 15 <laughs> Then, he, the next morning, these monks are waiting and thinking that they will get dalpuri. Then he says, Maharaj, where is the dalpuri? Oh, <laughs> do you think I kept it for you? At midnight I got up and I finished all. <laughs> You know, I'm an old man. I shall may not live long, but you boys will live long, you will get more dalpuris in the future. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh, <mama>. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, some bigger Maharaj came. ramgoti Maharaj, he said. We I knew him, Vishwavandana. Maharaj, there is a very, the, he will not keep any guest in his place, you know. The moment you come, when are you living? <laughs> then he will say, Maharaj, there is a very bad reputation about you. What? Well, you are very miserly and you do not feed people. You do not allow people to come to the ashrama. Is that so? So many bad reputation about me. Well, yes. All right, brother, you stay. And he brought all good food to him and said, and then next day when he was leaving, he said, you know, let other people say You do not criticize me, please. <laughs> that I am a miserly person. You see, they are all <laughs> different kinds of people. Mahapurush Maharaj used to sit on the courtyard under the mango tree in Bellulbad and watch. At that time, new temple was not there, old temple shrine. He was watched that whether monks are going to the Vesper service or not. He used to watch. I am saying, Maharaj, when you are initiated, Swami Brahman gave you spiritual instructions. Tell me what instruction you got. Maharaj told me, practice two things. Then you will not have to practice any other spiritual disciplines. Truthfulness and brahmacharja. Truthfulness and celibacy. If you practice these two, that's enough for you. Well, we had another Swami, Petapudi. He said he lost his brain I mean, he became crazy, mad. <laughs> and then sometimes he was other people when you become very rough they to sometimes force him to make him control, just to sometimes hit him, to make him go under control. <coughs> then he says. You people sing Mamai Dema Pagol Kore Akonami Pagulayesi Rakone Ramke Martyashi. You people sing oh Momadar make me mad, now I have become mad and you people come to beat me. Huh? <laughs> what kind of song you sing? <laughs> well one day I forgot to light the lamp in Swamiji's room. Mahapurish Maharaj saw it and said. What is the matter? Never do it again, otherwise I shall send you back home. They are very, very strict about those things. Then Samy Apurbananda. He was mother's disciple. <coughs> He, actually, he is the compiler of that book, For Seekers of God. That is one of the best books, you know, I tell you frankly. And he wrote many, many books. He was very fond of me. 28th August, 1982, Banaras ashrama whenever I used to go, he used to ask me to give a talk, to share my ideas with the monks. He's so senior. He told me that Sri Ramakrishna gave Holy mothers four siddha mantras. And the Mother gave those teachings, to, told to Swami Virajananda. And now Ramakrishna ordered those mantras are coming, traditionally, that he told me. The well, Mahapurush Raj used to see Sri Ramakrishna every day. One day he told Swami Brahmananda, that Raja, if I would not see the Master every day, I would not leave. One day, Mahapurish Maharaj, he was mahapurush attendant. When he was supporting my shoulder, Mahapurish Maharaj said, This body is illumined, free. Those who will see this body will be free. It was in 1912. Holy Mother was in Banaras. Swami Brahmananda, Shiva Ananda, Duriananda, Advatananda were in Banaras. So Lati Maharaj was very moody. Ah, I do not care for mother. would Maharaj never stayed in the ashrama. No ashrama can manage him. Why? Nobody knows his whole life he will meditate, nobody knows when he will eat. He will have to keep food outside his room and cover it. Nobody knows when he will eat. No routine, nothing of the sort. So some of his devotees used to take care of him. So one day sometimes he used to talk like this. Then. He told his attendants, I shall go to see to today, Shiva. Then when he came on the street, I first I want to go and see the mother. So he came to see Holy Mother. He entered, believe, his body was shaking and crying. He fell at the mother's feet and mother was caressing his, rubbing his head and gave him prasad his devotion for the mother is phenomenal. Then he told another story, that is a beautiful story, I wrote this story in the Holy Mother's biography. Mother installed Thakur and her picture in Kualpara. Ashram. And her own picture, he installed in Banaras. In Banaras Advaita Ashrama, here is the marvelous statue of Sri Ramakrishna. Left side, in a niche, Vivekaranda with an monk picture is there. And the right side, a picture of Holy Mother. Mother brought that picture, I think, from Calcutta. Under a cloth, she entered the shrine. In the shrine and asked the monks and then he closed. He, she closed the door of the temple. She stayed inside for some time, then when she came out, she told Chandra Maharaj, Nirvarananda. He was the head Swami there. Chandra, every day put a couple of flowers to this picture, her picture. So Chandramaras went to this temple and found that mother's picture was there. Previously no picture was, no mother's picture there. So Chandramaras said, yes mother, we shall do that, we shall put flowers there. Then Chandramaras told Mahapurush Maharaj. Mahapurush Maharaj ran to the temple and saw mother's picture was there. Then Mahaprash Maharaj ran to Shami Brahman. Maharaj, mother installed her own picture and put flowers there. Then Maharaj became very grave. Tarogda, very bad woman. Mother is planning to leave us soon. Then Swami Turiyananda said, it is not in our hands, it is the Divine Mother's wish, whatever She will do, that is our will. That story Swami, Apurbananda told me, and He recorded it. He heard from Swami Shantananda. and Sivananda also. Then I met another Swami, Swaprakashananda, Tapashi Suryan Maharaj. In Benares, we have a ward, number ten. All old retired monks live there. You see, now Ramakrishna Mission we have three centres for the retired monks: one in Belur one in Benares, and one in Alsur, near Bangalore. There, all the old retired monks live there. See. So this Swami was, at that time, number 10 word who was there. So I asked some question. the well, Swami Brahmananda told me, Jopko reja, repeat mantra. Then I asked, how can I get the taste of the mantra? Well, through practice. Once you have attachment for your ishto, love for ishto, japam and meditation become very easy. Then you see, I may not repeat mantra, but I have all the time they are in my mind. I have constant sharan manon. I have constant recollectedness of the disciples and the mother. You know. When you do start the, your car, what do you do? You press the accelerator hard in the very beginning. The moment car started to move, the wheels are run, moving fast. At that time, you only touch very gently. So, in the very beginning, you give the pressure, press it. The moment car starts, the engine is on, car starts to move, the wheels turns around very rapidly. Then only just touch it and hold or you can put it, what is called, the... Uh, cruise control. Uh, just cruise automatically, control. Just, you will not have to touch it, just hold on, uh, 70 degrees, 70 miles per speed. Put it there, uh, automatic control, you know. Cruise control. What? Cruise control. Cruise control. <laughs> cruise control. Put cruise control, I saw that when I come from Kansas City to St. Louis, 70 miles speed. Now they will cruise control and they hold the thing just staring and just they do not touch all the time. All when time. you change change the lane at that time you'll have to jump. So so same thing in meditation also, Japam, it becomes automatically it goes on. Even in sleep state. Then he said you know, one day I, he joined in Hardwar, Konkhal. But One day I went for a walk with Swami Turiyananda. Turiananda, you, know, you have seen in some cities and by the side in the confectioners, sometimes they try jalebi in front of the shop. So here is a big cauldron, all the hot oil, and here is another cauldron for Syrup, so, so with the batter they make the jilipi, then put it there, then drop it into, into the syrup. But so, Turyananda shouted, Hey, Shuren! Jilipi is our ideal. Jilipi is our ideal. Well, jilipi is our ideal? Yes. Gyanamishra bhakti. Fry with knowledge and soak into devotion. Fry in knowledge, <laughs> soak into devotion. That is our goal. That Sri Krishna taught: Gyano Mishra Bhakti. Bhakti, devotion, tempered with knowledge. Otherwise, only knowledge will be dry. Only devotion will be soggy. <laughs> <laughs> we need <it's> crispy sweet. <laughs> that is our goal. Well, that is Sri Ramakrishna. That he told me. Sometimes this, well, I have a letter, this Swami, wrote Swami povitra Ranandha, and described how Swami Brahmandu initiated him and instructed him in how to meditate on the isto, in the heart. He mentioned all those things in his, in, in this letter. When you repeat the mantra in the heart, Try to think about the illumined form of your Chosen Deity. Maharaj was a very grave and very serious person, but sometimes he was so... jolly and making fun and jokes, less like children. I was initiated with Swami Prabhavananda and Ashokananda into Sanyas in 1921 in, in Madras. Then you see, Swami Turiananda used to explain to us Bibi Crazy ritual of discrimination, and his exposition was so sp- inspiring. We have, we have, he would lift our minds in a higher plane of consciousness. Krizchul of Discrimination is a very good book on Vedanta by Shankara. I saw Udbodhan, I saw Holy Mother once in Udbodhan, but I never got any chance to talk to her. One day I went to <coughs> bow down to Swami Sivarnanda, Mahapurush Maharaj. Maharaj said, Did you go and bow down to Swamiji first in his room? No. First bow down to Swamiji, then come to me. Well, sometimes we used to go to take bath, I used to go take bath in the brahmagund and take a little water and give to Shami, Shami Turiyananda, and he would just sprinkle on his head. The Mother Ganges has a purifying power. The whole secret of spiritual life is Abhash. nito Nyomita, dhanja. Daily, regularly, timely practice japa and meditation. That will bring joy and peace. You know, I was talking to some people in England also. You know, three months. Just three months. Morning one hour, evening one hour. You read, happen hour reading, happen hour meditation. Evening happen hour reading, happen hour meditation, nanyapam. We just do it three months and experience, see that you will definitely see that a change has come to you. As those who complain, Shami, Shami, Ji used to say, Maharaj, I want initiation. Initiation? I shall initiate, I can give you initiation, but on condition. Do you know what is the condition? You promise that you will never write a letter to me? At the time there was no phone, you know. (laughs) You promise that you will never write to me, then I shall initiate (laughs) you. He's a Noara Brahman. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing, these people. Well, I had a doubt. Dikashuma isthumantra bejayam when I was initiated I got my isthta mantra. But when I have shannas, we when you get shannas we have to have four extra mantras. Prest mantra, Brahma mantra, Gayatri, press mantra. There's, there are four mantras out there. So the Swami was confused, which one shall I practice? Ishta mantra is the most important thing, That is should go till death. Other mantras are secondary. You see, sometimes people get confused. I remember when I was studying Vedanta, I was confused. Five, six years, four, five years, I was confused. Vedanta says, Brahman, satchitananda, alone is real. Nam, rup, name and form are unreal. So Ramakrishna is a name, Ramakrishna is a form, so Ramakrishna is unreal to me. This is Vedanta, satchitananda, that is Brahman. Nam, rup, maya. Namrup change. But these three never change. So, this is the ultimate truth. This is the relative truth. So, Namrup, Mitha. So, why should I meditate on Ramakrishna? Ramakrishna is Mitha. It's not real. That my Vedanta study told me. So, I was confused. My guru says, Ramakrishna, you are isto? This is your mantra. So I had a conflict. I asked many swamis. They said both are same. Both are same. But I do not. That did not convince me. But I got my answer from Sri Ramakrishna. When I was working, working long before that, that Swami Akhandananda's reminiscences, there Thakur told him. It is not in the Gospel, it is not in the Divine Place, nowhere else. Dear Thakur said, Jejar Ishto, Atma, Atma Darshan, Ishto Darshan, Ak. Jejar Ishto, Atma. Your chosen Jeechi and your Atman are the same. If you have the vision of your Ishto, you have the vision of the Atman. And if you have the vision of the Atman, you have the vision of this Ishto. Do Im had the same problem. The first day, second day, Im says, what do you think about God? Sir, I believe God without form. All right, but God has form also. (laughs) Eam was confused. How? You see, this is called Aristotelian logic. Western people understand ye, ye, ne, ne. Ye cannot be ne, ne cannot be ye. That is the Western people think. So, aim was westernized. He read the Western logic. So, how both can be the shakar, nirakar, form and formless, how both can be the same? Sri Ramakrishna says, what is wrong? You drink water? Yes. Put that water in the ice box, it becomes solid. Then take the water, put it in a a, a, a kettle, heat it, it will be vapor. So water is changing position, don't you think so? Ramakrishna never spoke anything which is irrational. When ice and water are the same thing, only change the position. For the devotees, with ice, with form, to the gyni is liquid. That's all. Very convincing answer. That is the way (laughs) Thakur taught, you know, (laughs) amazing. Again, I asked the Swami. Swami Swami's example is good. About dualism, non-dualism. When your health is good, say, I am Brahman. (laughs) And when you have a stomach ache, say, Oh, Mother, have mercy on me, have mercy on me, have mercy on me. (laughs) Madam, see both ways. Don't get confused. That is practical. Sometimes I practice non-dualism, practice dualism, which is wrong. It is both. Uh, but I, I had a friend, okay? still one friend is there, he does not go to the temple, he does not bow down to Ramakrishna even. He practices, I am the Atman. What to do? I, we had a friend, his name was Shota Bratananda, Mon So he used to practice. I am the Atman. He is a follower of Gaurabada. So sometimes his mother used to come from Bhavan, from Bali Ganji. They are very rich people. He brings some food and some sweets and fruits and lot of things. So the Bhangshavaraja was teasing teasing him Then go and tell her, Ketuminari, who are you, woman? Just go, tell her. <laughs> tell your mother that who are you, woman? Because you said that you are birthless. <laughs> you are practicing, I am birthless, now go to your mother and tell, who are you, woman? <laughs> We used to tease him <laughs> because he was a very hardcore Advaita very staunch. <laughs> <laughs> then Shami said, "Baba Advaitam, sadakur jagat kriya Advaitam, naakuri Advaitam, trishu Lokeshu, na Advaitam Guru na the non-dual feeling that God dwells, Brahman." Such everything is Brahman. That is the maintenance of the non-dual feeling. Nādvaitaṁ kākhano kriyāte but in action don't practice non-dualism, you will be confused. Everything is Brahman, food is Brahman, and the filth is also is Brahman. That does not mean you will have to eat the filth or garbage. That is also Brahman. You do not go and eat and from the garbage can, from the garbage stuff. So that is don't practice non-dualism that way. I remember in in, in Hollywood one monk, I saw he has a shine and his sh- jogging shoes, everything on the in front of Sri Ramakrishna on the same table. So I told him, what are you doing? Did you put the jogging shoe in front of Sri Ramakrishna on the table? Ha! Oh, he was telling me that you Indians, your religion is in the shoes and all those things, he was giving me a sardam. <laughs> I If all right. He is practicing non-dualism. If you have so much non-dualistic feeling, he was a ritualist. So you take Ramakrishna's pictures and put on the toilet and worship there. Why in the, in the here? Oh, it is too much, too much, too much. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, stupid, there is no, no common sense. <laughs> <laughs> Believe, always maintain non dualism, but don't practice that thing with your guru. Mm-hmm. That Shankar shows you. Advaitam Trishu Lokeshu. In the three worlds, practice non dualism. Nādvaitam guru-nāsāho. Never say to your guru that you and myself are the same. Shankara cautions Guru's position is very high. Another thing Swami says, bibīk mung bhairaggo. Discrimination and dispassion. These two things are very, very important in spiritual life. And cultivate devotion. You know, sometimes I ask people, in spiritual life, you really make it tasty, if you want to get some taste, then you will have to connect this, this, this and these three. Karma Yoga, Raja-yoga and Bhakti-yoga. Then you, you will get the taste. Let me tell you, I was talking to some people, if I tell you I love you, I love you, I love you, just mere words. You prove it that you love me through your action. That is Karma-yoga. And Jnana-yoga, Really, if you really want to love your chosen deity, you have to know his ins and outs. From Monday till Saturday, today I finished one chapter, Sri Ramakrishna Lila Dhyan. Meditation on Sri Ramakrishna's human Lila, Nauru Lila. You see, the infinite God takes a finite human form and lives with us. What He did? That, uh, I got 39 pages I wrote in six days. So I was thinking, you know, that I can grasp, I can communicate. In Brahman, I cannot communicate. How could I can communicate? He has a name, he has a form, I read, I see his picture. It came from Kojak camera, I exactly know how he looked like. And I know his teachings. Yeah, I was like, yesterday I had a little computer problem. So I asked our George in St. Louis and he came through the Tim Siva, Saber and, and the Skype. Then he fixed it. Then I showed, look what I brought from India this time. The scan copies of entire, all Diaries of him. The whole gospel came from those diaries. So I got all the scanned copies. So I put it there. So I was showing George Luke. <laughs> December 1883, I was showing those scanned copies on the on the on the on the computer screen so that he can see it from there. So anyhow, he, so this is fresh. I'm just telling you how to get the taste. Love and devotion, Thakur gave the example. You have cows and you give the fodder, some grass. The cow will eat. But in that fodder, if you add some oil cakes and some nuts and raisins and very interesting things, you know, then the cow relishes that, that thing. we call it job. When it's oil cake and fragrance and all these things, they're a little juicy and a little soaked. Only dry, you know, is, is the j- jaws will be pain, painful. <laughs> some make thing life interesting. You know, it's for the reason. A, with little puja, a little singing, a little reading, and meditation, and jāpam. And this, some, I sometimes used to, I remember, I was in... Brazil, in 1998. So I was telling you, know, some people say that I do not get any joy in spiritual life. Then I gave, told them how to get joy. Well, first time meditation, if it does not work, repeat mantra. If it does not work, read some holy books. If it does not work, go have some holy company. If it does not work, read some karma yoga. If, it nothing, if nothing works, well rent a, go to Blockbuster and rent a video, Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> Robin William will make you happy. <laughs> go and see Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> so do you know what happened? Then all people are laughing. So I I have two interpreters. Do do they know Mr. Doubtfire? Of course, one. All Hollywood movies we dub in in, in Portuguese language. We know Mr. Doubtfire. (laughs) Make life interesting. (laughs) Whether you like or don't like, you must sit. Ashon śāduke ke Ashon means the sick. Saves a monk's life. Or a spiritual seeker's life. How? Swami told it. Ashon e sadu beaver e means whole, S shap means snake. When the snake is outside, you can kill the snake. But if the snake is in the hole, the snake knows the zigzag ways to get out. Nobody can kill the snake when it enters the hole. Because hole is, brings a strength to the snake. I am in my home. Nobody can kill me. I know various passages to protect myself. Same thing is this asana. The seat. When a spiritual aspirant sits on the seat, <coughs> he becomes a strong. I'm connected with God. No maya can, can do any harm to me. You know, if you do not live with these monks and, and spiritual people, you do not know the secret. Alright, up to this tonight. Next Saturday also there will be satsang, two Saturdays, in, and then in August first Saturday and last Saturday, middle two Saturdays I shall not be here, but Bhajananda will give the classes. Then in September, past two Saturdays, I shall, be, I shall give class, so six times, two times, Northern California took away and uh, two times Portland, Seattle, Vancouver, Calgary will take away. Wow. So I shall not be here, two Saturdays.